Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Brandon here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 44 of the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening podcast. And this episode will be a little bit different, a little different subject matter. I'll be catching up with a friend of mine, Blake Savage, who is an athletic trainer that I met during my time in the motocross industry. And Blake has a very unique perspective on life and adversity due to a life-changing injury that he suffered while training on his motorcycle. And I wanted to talk to him and I wanted to share his story and share his wisdom with you because his outlook on life has just inspired myself and many others. And we all have to go through adversity. We all have to persevere through things. And just listening to his story just inspired me, okay? And I want to do the same for you guys. And in the end, this podcast is all about spreading love and light every single episode, okay? So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for your support. And I hope you enjoy episode 44. <laughs> Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey guys, uh, thank you guys for joining and listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. Uh, and as usual, I just appreciate you guys uh, holding your focus and sharing your time because I feel like time is everyone's most valuable asset. You know, I say that every time I'm on here. So, um, but before I get into it with our very special guest very very special guest today and talk about his his nice hair and his dreamy eyes and how talented (laughs) he is uh i i just want to talk a little bit about what's actually important about this person because a lot of times you meet people and you go what do you do for a living but it's not even that it's it's really uh uh what what i experienced with this person some of you guys might know that i used to work in the motocross industry and that's actually how i met him and and one thing that i know from my experiences with this person is that basically he's always had the purest of intentions in our interactions and that's really really important to me because motocross can be it can be a pretty brutal and pretty superficial industry (laughs) to be in sometimes and he's he's just always kept it 100 with me and he's always been a light not only for myself uh but for a lot of other people so blake savage 21 what's up man what's going on (laughs) oh man thanks for that intro that was amazing um no that means a lot to me hearing that i i really appreciate it and i i feel the same with you man that's that's why i feel like although we haven't seen each other for a little while yeah i think we can get on here and pick up right where we left off i'd say so around i think it was like the end of 16 2016 is when I, i started working as a mechanic for uh adam cianciarulo and I know a lot of you listeners, this is a different subject matter, Um, but he is a motocross racer and I was at his training facility in Florida, not his, but um, just one of the training facilities in Florida. And when I started working with Adam, he was riding and training with another racer, Ken Roxon, and Ken had this dude with him every day who I eventually learned was, you know, training, helping him on and off the bike. And obviously that was you, Blake. and one thing that I, I really noticed about you is that you were so dedicated and you were with him day in and day out. Um, you still are, you know, and 
and I don't know if you, I don't know if we had crossed paths before that. Do you remember? I can't remember if we had ever spoken. Um, my, my first memory of you is, is literally, I was, I've always been a big Andrew Short fan. And I just remember <laughs> seeing you guys win your first race together. And, you know, that was my first one. But, um, you know, before that, I think, you know, we really kind of got into it around that time when you were a mechanic for Adam yeah. and we really hit it off then. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I forgot it. Yeah. That old Andrew, man, that was a, that was a good night. Beat Ken that night, right? He actually Keep beat going. Kenny. He actually beat Kenny. Uh, Kenny was on him though. He was, he was like one and a half seconds behind him. He was close, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like I said, I saw your dedication. I saw you wanting thriving for, for success. And, you know, you travel with him, you know, it was workouts. It was bike ride shit. I, I think I, I might've went on a couple of bike rides with you guys and, I'm sure my tongue was dragging, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, but like I said earlier, you know, time is your most valuable asset and and how you spend it says a lot about what's important to a person. And I've just always had a genuine respect for you because at the time we both were kind of using our time and our skill to benefit someone else. So I just I just truly respect that. And I just want to give you your your flowers, you know, before we get started, man. That was kind of right in that transition where I was, you know, going from being a, you know, trying to be an athlete to, you know, picking up in a different phase in my life. And, and I was the tra- training dog back then. And I, I was definitely just, you know, w- with Adam, with Chase, with Kenny, I, I put in so much time back then thinking about it, you know, right. how much training I was doing with those guys, but it was good, good time. Yeah. And then you joined in on some rides for sure. One of the <laughs> oh, only yeah. mechanics I, I, I can think of. I mean, there's a few out there, but I mean, yeah. you were you were right in there with us. Uh, yeah, thanks. I was doing my best, dude. Um, so if you could just if you could just share a little bit uh, with the listeners about you know who you are, who who is Blake Savage, what do you do you know, <laughs> for a living, that that kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean, you you kind of explained um, you know a big part of it, and you know that's changed a lot over the years. I I raced and I just I I saw that I was never going to have the potential to kind of get to where I wanted to be. So I decided to hang up the boots, you know, and that was like kind of at the tail end of my racing and, and Ken and I were training together at, at that time. And we just kind of, I guess he saw something in me where I could be a, an asset to his training and we were super compatible there with the training stuff. And, you know, so I joined him in 2016 and, uh, I, I then picked up a mentor, uh, Peter Park, and and uh, like he pretty much was the guy that you know took the, I guess, lit the spark in me that said, hey, hang up the boots. You you have a big desire in this too, and a passion to where it's not going to be you know this you know just walking away from the sport. I can still be very involved and be doing a lot of what I want to do. So that's what I did. Became the training dog for for a few years. Right. And then I, 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 well, I picked up chase then and, you know, started to get my own guys, my own athletes. And, you know, I've stuck, I stuck with them for a really long time. And now I'm, I'm to the point where I'm just exclusively can. And, you know, there's some things that have changed for me over, over that time. I, um, and my, my roles have kind of changed a little bit. Um, and then I, I, you know, most everybody that knows me knows about the injury and that's changed a lot too. So, um, just kind of been since then finding my place where I can be, you know, the most, the most, um, 
you know, the biggest, I guess, help and, you know, find where, where I can have some control with, you know, in my life with, with my future and my job and things like that. So I've been really thankful for all the opportunity, everybody that stuck with me to kind of do that soul searching time and figure it out. I always wanted to ask you about working with professional athletes. Like I'm, I'm like certainly aware that like it's super stressful, obviously. Um, it can be right. demanding, you know, because like you're not only constantly They're a pain in the ass. Yeah, it can, it can be a pain in the ass for sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> Let's just say it. But like you're you're, you're constantly evaluating the athlete and like as well as you know what you're doing you know in order to keep them happy and like performing at the top level you know of their craft and sometimes like I know for me as a mechanic like you have moments where everything is is great during the week like you know Mm -hmm. practice is awesome lap records every day the athletes performing well and then like you know the mindset energy is great and then you get to the race and like you're nowhere near what you expected you know what what is that like for you mentally like what is that those kind of experiences like mentally when you're you know you're on a high and then things kind of crash like as far as you know with the athletes you work with yeah man i've i live that week to week with with my guys and and you know at the beginning it those those lows suck but then it makes the the highs just that much better and and uh you know, ultimately, we're all striving to, you know, stay, stay on that linear sort of progress, but it just, it's really difficult in life sometimes. And, and, um, you know, you have some lows. And and for me, having those highs and lows in life is, is, to me, I've, I've just come to find that it's better than, let's say, a living a pretty normal nine to five, or like a, a normal life nine to five where it's just so routine and you don't have those ups and downs. I yeah. would much rather be at a two and then at a 10, than yeah. at a four and a five all week, you know, that's kind of just how I see it. And, and I love it. I, I respect the lows when I'm in the lows now. And I just, you know, take it all in when you're in, you know, in the highs too. So you just got to enjoy everything, the highs yeah. and the lows. That's such a that's such a great way to put it, because like I felt like that throughout my life, like I've never had any true consistency with like a certain job or like employment and and things like that. But I think that when you go through those moments of uncomfortability, it helps you, you know, lock in on what you do want and what you want to experience and those type of things. So I'm just pumped that you you thought of it that way. Um, Do you have any like routines or anything you do? to kind of make sure you're balanced, you know, mentally and, you know, just overall. Yeah, I, I do. And, you know, it's though that, that kind of like, sometimes I'm so good with it and sometimes I kind of fall out of it. And I know I see now how much smoother my life is when I do have that routine and, and for my job and just, I guess for my personality, I, I need that routine and, that routine makes me more of a, a solid person. So, and I, I need to be that solid person for my guys and, and, you know, and just to show up in life. So when I have a routine, I, I definitely feel like, you know, accomplished um, already, like at the beginning of the day. And then that rolls into the, the whole rest of the day as well. So for, for me, my, my routine has, 
it's always changing. And I, and I don't, I don't ever, you know, get into a routine and just say like, this is it forever because I, you know, I like to switch it up. And, you know, for me, it's the whole, you know, just start with some hydration, make my coffee and I get real into the coffee thing. Got a nice Breville espresso maker. And then, you know, I, I went through a phase lately where I turn on my TV and I'd actually put on a, I'd, I'd pull up YouTube and I'd put on some Saturday night live yeah. and I would just let it, I would just let it run. I would just let it play. And I would be listening to like the jokes and, and the talk in the back and, and it would make me laugh. So, you know, that kind of got me started in this uplifting, laughing, like jokey type of uh a routine in my morning and I noticed that spilled over into the rest of my life where I'm like oh I'm getting like, almost too <laughs> jokey and too sarcastic with, with people yeah, yeah. you know and, and I guess that's who I am you know I'm, I'm a pretty open person you know I sometimes don't even think before I say stuff where I'll come off with good intentions and it, some people will be like what you know what the hell? <laughs> but, yeah but then um you know right now I'm very much in a you know, listening to a little bit of music in the morning, I just, or music, I just go off, off the cuff and, you know, I choose whatever I'm feeling in the moment and, you know, music is mood. So, you know, whatever I choose, whatever mood I choose to be in, I'm going to, I'm going to go there with that music. uh, Right. And the genre is like the full spectrum for me. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. Dude, I I agree with you so much on the Saturday night live thing. Cause like, I'm such a big believer in, you know, what you're exposing yourself to is what you're going to feel, what your perception of life is going to be. And, you know, whether it's like certain, like there's certain types of, you know, movies and things that I just can't watch because I'm super sensitive, you know, and it affects me in a negative way. And I'll be thinking about something for weeks that I saw in a movie, you know, that only Uh lasted for an hour, you know, Um, that's true. I'm a big believer in that. So one thing I do want to say, I know that obviously the my this podcast is pretty much like spiritual subject matter and for me spirituality um it just means to be mindful of things concerning your spirit or your soul you know that that inner dialogue that we have with ourselves and you yeah. know about ourselves and like experiences that we have and my own spiritual journey has kind of helped me see more joy in like the simple things that i experience so you know, and, and even like things that are unwanted, it's helped me to accept, you know, whatever the fuck is going on and just work on getting the most out of that experience. Um, right. And a lot of times we go through a lot of things that we don't think is fair. Right. And sometimes it can feel like the world is like, like crushing you and you lose faith, you know, whether it's like in your high power or like, you know, whatever it is you're mm-hmm. trying to do in life, you know, and it's, it's tough just being thrown for a loop when you've been trying to like create this reality that you want and it just goes off the side. So I, I, right. I really wanted to have you on because, you know, obviously we haven't spoken much in depth since I left motocross and you had a major life experience that, you know, you had to kind of persevere through. And I was just hoping that you could share a little about what happened to you and, you know, how, how that kind of affected you, your life. Yeah. So I was, um, you know, obviously I'm not a motocross racer anymore, but still really much enjoy the sport. And, um, you know, I would, at the time I stopped racing, but I still, 
still riding a little bit here and there. And uh, I unfortunately had a crash and had a had an injury where, well, I broke my neck, C5 and 6. Obviously, that's a pretty, um, I guess, you know, it's a very serious injury. And, you know, it takes so it takes it's a life changer for sure. And, and looking looking back, there's nothing, you know, more that's that kind of taught me all these lessons. So for me, looking back, it's all those lessons have, you know, I'm really, really thankful for them almost to the point where, you know, it's hard for me to even, I'm, I'm a different person now, you know, through and through. And I, I actually like the person I am now more than what I even was, you know, prior to that, uh, prior to that injury. Right. So for me, you know, there's, there's been so much life lessons and I know you know, I notice every time I kind of have these ups and downs with myself and kind of get into a pit, I, you know, I've done, I've done it so much now that I can, can kind of like see through the fog. It's, it's really changed me for the better. Um, like I said, I like myself a lot more now and not that I wish upon these these hard times like this, uh, you know, these life lessons, but, uh, man, I, I can't take, I, I wouldn't want to take any of it back really. Right. I, I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that dude. Cause you know, every, a lot of everyone is going through some type of adversity and has to persevere through something. And I think it's important to share our stories because I feel like it really helps people like, dude, I, I've been in some tough times, you know, and, and, hearing other people's experiences and getting to the other side, you know, and kind of seeing the light, you know, at the end of the tunnel is, yep. is super inspiring. And so I, I just appreciate you um, just sharing that with me. Yeah, it's, it's been well, like, for, for me too, it's, it, it's sort of like a sink or swim type of deal for myself. Every day is a new battle. Every day I'm reminded that you know, I, I'm in the, you know, I, I wake up every morning and I'm reminded that I'm in a wheelchair and, um, you know, it, it really takes this inner, inner strength to not, you know, stay out of getting in those low spots. But, um, I don't know, for me, it's, it's, it, with the good comes the bad. And I, I think just having that, that inner strength that it's taught me is, has been huge. So th there were moments that at the end of my time in motocross where like I felt this like repelling energy, like I was just being pulled from from being there. And and when I left, I just remember feeling all over the place. And like I've, even, I've heard a lot of writers say this, like a lot of like my value and my worth was based on what I did for a living. You know, it was such a cool thing. Like, it's so exciting you know, to go to the races and like, just, you know, I'd meet celebrities from time to time. Like it was super cool, you know? Right. Right. And, and then when I quit, I'm mm -hmm. like, when I quit, I was like, what the fuck is like the, per like, what am I doing? What's the purpose of my life? Like working random right. jobs, you know? Um, but after that, I was, I was able to get more in touch with myself and like things slowed down. And then one morning I had this like really emotional and spiritual experience where like everything changed and some people you know they might call it being saved um you know i just i just know that i became more concerned with like internal matters you know how am i talking to myself yeah. how am i treating myself do i have integrity am i like serving the people that mean the most to me you know 
And I mm-hmm. feel, yeah, I feel like having a breakthrough experience like this is like the effect of persevering through adversity and like being uncomfortable, you know? Um, what, if, what advice do you have for people who have experienced life in a way similar to you or even like those who are struggling with whatever conditions that they're, they're dealing with? I guess, I guess for me is, you know, when you're, when you're feeling like you're, you're in these highs and lows and just like when you're in the deepest part of the low, know that like it's, it, it's always going to, it's always going to come back up. It, it, you know, I ride that roller coaster every single day and it's either going up or it's going down. And, right. um, you know, f- just from experience, I could say that when you're, when you're in the downs, like it's, you always know that it's going to get better. Yeah. So, you know, don't get, don't get too caught up in the moment of, you know, and too much in your head thinking, you know, the, this is my worth, you know, all, all that mental chatter and everything yeah, like yeah. that. There's sometimes now I get to the point where when I'm, when I'm battling those kind of demons, I'm, I'm like, these are, these aren't even my thoughts. These aren't like, this is somebody else, you know, yeah. this isn't how I normally think. And I recognize that, you know, and, and like, yeah, th- like none of this is real. None of this is, is true. Like what you're telling yourself right now. It's, it, it's really about having that, that inner voice that almost like a your own coach like Mm -hmm. people i i really believe people will go see you know these these psychologists and and these these people that try to help them with their depression but um you know then you go off and you're on your own Mm -hmm. you know if you have an you know a short meeting with with the psychiatrist and then you go off on your own like he's not going to be there anymore so you really got to build that up that strength yourself too and and some of that comes with being in the lows and and finding out who you are yeah. you know like for me i can i can relate in a big way when you when you left the sport you're like you change your identity almost at that point yeah and um you know all your friends all the all the you know the travel, the schedule, the routine, everything changes. And, you know, who are you, who are you now? You know? Yeah. And, and so that was, that was for me too, in a big way where it's like, I'm, I'm this athletic trainer, you know, I'm, I'm a trainer. I should be using my body. I should be going on the bike rides and in the gym and, and, you know, be out at the track every single day and, and doing that. And like, now, who are you, you know, what are you going to do now? But, um, so I did so much, so much soul searching, yeah. but nobody, nobody could do that for me. You know, yeah. I, I had to find that out myself, man. I'll be honest. The lows that I've been to are damn near as low as you can get. So for me, I'm like, what else, you know, what could I actually be afraid of, you know, at, at yeah. this point? So yeah. for me, just get used to, get used to riding the highs and the lows because it's never going to stop in life. It just, it's just, Dude, good. it's just so, the facts. That's such a, that's a good way of putting it. It literally is like a roller coaster, man, because it, I, never I, 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 it never ends. And I have, you know, my days and that's why I do this podcast because I feel like people think that there's like a destination that you get to, whether it's financially, emotionally, you know, mentally, whatever, but there's never really a destination. Like you're always kind of evolving. So I think that's super important, man, to never, never get too high, never get too low. Um, I, I heard a quote the, the other day and it said, uh, 
adversity really introduces a man to himself and my dude you are definitely a man and i just want to say that you're a light like i'm i mean this dude like you really are an inspiration and to, to not only me but a lot of people so i just thank you for sharing your time i thank you for being here and sharing your story um no i'm i appreciate it no i'm i'm super stoked that you're you're doing this podcast and you've you've made that step and yeah, I, I like I like sort of the direction you went with it too. I'm super in the into these conversations. So um yeah, I, I definitely hope that we can, you know, do this some more. Heck yeah, dude. So I so I wanna end this. I wanna end this on a good note, all right. So I wanna okay. wanna do a little have a little fun. Um I like doing like this or that or would you rather is like if I'm I'll, sometimes I'll just be sitting with my wife and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, would you rather like you know something stupid? So I'll just I'm just going to do this quick, quick little segment with you real quick. I'm going to give you two options and you just got to immediately give me an answer and tell me why. Okay. They're fun. All right, let's go. Okay. Cough, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. Come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I, I don't even know why I knew you were going to say that. Do you remember the bike? What's the bike shop in Claremont that you took me to get kombucha, kombucha for the first time? Oh, they had they had the nitro nitro brews. We were getting all jacked up on those things. Yeah, okay, that's where I had my first. I had someone introduce me to a French press that worked there, and I've been like yep. French pressing every morning since. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like it's it's coffee ninety percent, but I'm not against tea either. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So as far as recovery, bike ride or swim, which is better for an athlete? What do you think? What would you prefer? Bike ride or swim? I would say it depends what the athletes kind of mostly adapted to at that time. Right. Because, you know, like I've taken Chase to the pool and he looks like he's drowning. He's going <laughs> to, he, he's going to, you know, wear himself out way more than he is on the bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, um, yeah, I, I would say, and it, it depends, it depends on the approach. Too, but um, yeah. I, w- I would say, you know what I mean? It, That's a pretty well, I, open-ended I, if, question. <laughs> if, you, if, you're asking, if you're asking recovery, I say laying on the floor with your eyes shut <laughs> in your own space and just breathing. There, there you, you go. go. That's the best recovery right there you can do. Yeah. All right. Um, mountains or the beach? Ooh, man, I'm so split there, but I'll take the beach. Okay. Even though I like I, I, I live in Utah, but these days I like I like the warm weather. Yeah, Utah's beautiful, man. Hey, what's your yeah, sign? Yeah. What's your sign, by the way? Uh my zodiac yeah. sign is you know? Sagittarius. Okay. I don't know about much about Sagittarius. I'm um, I they're pretty on point. I yeah. I must say. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, what sign are you? And like Sagittarius, they're like, Oh, I yeah, I could have totally guessed that. So all right. So Supercross or motocross? What's your preference? Mm, well, if I got to go with one, um, I got to see him and seeing like I was at San Diego this year and I was just like, this sport is unbelievable, you know, still to me just seeing the whole the whole opening ceremonies go on and the fireworks and and just the how close the racing is. Yeah. Um, it's been incredible this year for sure. Um, but it is one of those things where it's like a uh, you know flavor it's like once you once you've had too much <laughs> yeah that's true dude that's so true man yeah i I, yeah. I I love them both i just as a mechanic gosh dude motocross 
I don't to anybody listening, if you if you don't know the difference, supercross is in a stadium like a, a football baseball stadium and it's man-made jumps that uh the racers ride on. Motocross is just outdoors and it's natural terrain and it is gnarly. And as a mechanic, man, it is so gosh, it's a lot of work <laughs> in the motocross season. Like it's a lot of work because the bikes go a lot longer and uh they get torn up pretty bad. So I yeah. definitely am a supercross guy. Um yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so the last one, dude. The last one. You got to give me a straight answer on this one. Okay, Kanye or Pete Davidson? <laughs> oh, Kanye. But you know what? You know what? what? That's been a a switch, I guess. Um, you know, like like I said, going back to, I've been I would listen to some SNL in the morning, uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And a uh, part of my morning routine has actually been listening to Kanye. Yeah. And then I was on Netflix last night and I saw that there's like this documentary of Kanye and I've been learning more about Kanye lately. So that's why I say Kanye. I just feel like there's like, I, I just, well, I'm not that personality like Kanye where he's just like, he's so confident, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And he doesn't give, you know, a crap about what anybody <laughs> thinks about him and he's going to end up successful no matter what it takes. And I really admire that. And, you know, I know he gets a little bit of crap for just the the personality, I guess, that he can come off as. But man, I think there's a little bit of method to his madness, really. And I did. I he's did. just he's just a passionate guy, you know, and he's so in. The thing with Kanye, and I think that like this ties into the how you talk to yourself, how you speak to yourself. And man, the guy believes he can do anything. Normal nine to five people are like, man, this dude's crazy like why does he talk like that why does he think like that but he's just creating his life and he's manifesting his life the way he wants and i think that's mm. admirable i think it's very admirable you know so, yeah one one thing i definitely like i i really can tell with kanye is he's so sure of himself mm -hmm. you know like and and he he said something last night like i think it was back in 2000 you know 2002 or whatever and he, he said something about like, I'm not going for what's accepted in the industry. And yeah. he was just going to, he was going to like, just do himself. Yeah. And I, I think that's just the coolest thing when, when, you know, I, I guess because forever and, and now I feel like I've sort of gone over this is I always did feel like I needed to, you know, fit in and I, in you know, some things that I did and, maybe the way I dress, maybe yeah. the way I talked and who I hung out with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is what? Yeah, I almost did it for other people thinking like, what are they going to think of me? But and and now I've just come to, to realize that, you know, the people that you like, as long as you're just being yourself, kind of like Kanye's, he's just through and through. He is Kanye West. And, yeah. you know, I think if you're being that person, then you're, you're going to have these people coming in and out of your life that are meant to be there. Yeah. You know, as long as you truly feel like you're, you're being true to yourself, like yeah. you're going to be, you're going to be good. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer in not sacrificing your, your truth and your, your authentic authenticity. Cause I think you're just damaging and hurting yourself good. in the end, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I was just saying, you don't want, you don't want those people coming in and out of your life that aren't accepting you hundred percent for who you are anyway. That's true, dude. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate you hopping on here. And, and like I said, like just your story, dude, is so inspiring to me. And like when I when I see you post things like I, I saw the post that you had on your Instagram 
uh, of the the four wheeler that you and Courtney had, your sister. Mm-hmm. And I saw the mm-hmm. post that you how you rebuilt that for Kenny's son or uh, Griffin, which yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah. was so that was such a cool thing, man. Something that was so sentimental to you guys, how you just kind of pass it all down yeah. uh, in the family, like that was super cool, man. I'm gonna plug all of your um all of your social media everything um into the show notes on the podcast and and it, it, if anyone wants to to contact you or if anybody you know if anyone's looking for some information or whatever um i'm gonna put that down there for them to get in contact with you but with, dude i appreciate you joining me and i hope we can do this again man yeah we'll definitely do it again thanks for having me i appreciate it